welcome to episode 112 of the premium edition playcast. It's been so long, forget the name. I was about to say, there was a little bit of a slip on that one. <laughs> slip edition playcast. Slip there you go. slop. Slip slop. <laughs> Slipping and sliding. Woo. Rough ride. Always oh, been a while. Barry. Oh my god. Well, I will tell you. Not to make excuses for either of us, but we both were out of commission for almost a month combined. <laughs> for, yep. for craziness. I had the I had the cooties for, for a while. You had the cooties <laughs> and right after you got over the cooties, I got the cooties. Yeah, so we both uh, couldn't really talk without major coffee for a while, so um, but we still were able to do a lot of stuff digitally, so we're still able to keep, you know, everything going and fortunately mine cleared up before uh, the last convention that we went to, which we're going to tell some stories, uh, crazy stories. But yeah, and unfortunately, mine did not. <laughs> yours, yours flared up, and I went from telling everybody at the convention that Barry has the sniffles to Barry has the cooties. Yes. <laughs> no, I didn't. I never actually push out what people have. I just said, no, he, he's out of commission. <laughs> ah, well, I will say, though, that, um, you know, series four pre orders um, went outstanding i appreciate everybody all listener support um even though you know we only publish now an episode every month um <laughs> try to make it more frequent and honestly barry like if you want to record with josh or joe or anybody else like that is 100 fine because i tend to get crazy busy and like we're all yeah. crazy busy yeah. We've, we've taken on new responsibilities and new things more in-house which have diverted a lot of our attention well and the first thing that we need to cover today outside of thank you for series four um and that those will be um you know going off the website here next week um and right now we're recording right after the fourth of july weekend so next week uh, they will be going off the site till they're in hand um is that during this whole time we were talking about shipping updates but what we had failed to mention is that we also transitioned shipping warehouses and even if we talked about it we didn't talk about how complex it was <laughs> um so we were doing warehouse fulfillment and the warehouse fulfillment was super like they were taking advantage of us super expensive so we moved to in-house fulfillment with our own team um so what we had to wait for was everything to arrive which it did by the last time we recorded but then we're getting our systems in place with making sure we have all the pieces because we are shipping at a high quality standard as well. Just like we do our packaging high quality, we're shipping like that. We're shipping in boxes and with proper protection and everything. So that way, hopefully everybody's games arrive with no problems. And it's become super complex to the point where we actually had a bottleneck because one of our uh, team members that we had specifically doing shipping um, ended up uh, not being able to ship. So then we had to hire someone else. So we're in that transition, too, to where our shipping went way too damn slow. And Barry, you can attest via the emails and messages that people have been asking you what's going on with shipping. And I figured we could use this to go talk exactly why. And you could just reference this episode. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, yeah, because 
what we want to do is we absolutely want to get the pre-orders out first. So on top of all the additional bottlenecks that we weren't prepared for that that happened, uh, our shipping team, which is also our assembly team. So the retros had to be assembled. So they had to yes. assemble each and every uh, retro on top of shipping all these orders. So they – and this is the first time shipping for us. So it's, you know – learning curve right there's there's definitely some trial and error and uh well well the transition from the warehouse created complexities because it's not integrated with our website and so like we had to like piecemeal orders from people to make sure we didn't miss any and like i was sitting there on the back end manually doing thousands and thousands of orders and sending them to our team and it was the crazy part is though is that our team you mentioned that they they're part of assembly but also like they go they go to conventions as well Mm -hmm. every weekend and the one team member that was going to handle shipping that couldn't do it was the one that was staying behind to ship everything. So our shipping timelines were super limited right now during the summer. And that's the unpredictable part that we did not anticipate. Um, The new person is on board now and being trained up. So um, it is going to even out and we appreciate your patience with it. And some of y'all, you are hundred percent, you know, fine asking us what's going on um mm-hmm. i just appreciate everybody you know realizing that there's some stuff that's been out of our control that we had thought was under control and it uh we're fixing it and we're that's always trying that's, to get better everyone that's <laughs> the big thing so we're, we're fixing it and we should have all second chance sale orders out hopefully and hopefully by the end of next week uh, yeah. Our team is going to be at Southeast Game Exchange this uh, upcoming weekend, so they will not be able to ship there. But they're they're doing a ton. They're shipping right now. I've been I've been talking with them. Uh, they're doing shipments right now. They're getting yep. the last of the pre-orders done, and then they're moving right to second chance sales. So we absolutely hear you. There's nothing wrong with your order, and we absolutely well, appreciate your patience and and we always pull back the curtain so there was two major things that were were a headache for this iteration number one is that when we have to manually do it which we had to do for the pre-orders because of moving facilities every single combination had to be inputted separately so if it was a phenotopia retro and a cathedral standard that is different than a cathedral retro and a phenotopia retro that is different than a three pack that is each one had to be individual and it became something we didn't think had to be done where now that it's just integrated in our website it's click and click and print um so much easier so much better um so things with the second chance sale will be much faster um the other piece that we um, had talked about with the, with the group is that the retros or the, the combination orders have to go out first. Um, and mm-hmm. we had talked about that because it was easier from a facilitation because, as Barry mentioned, we also had to un- – we didn't anticipate that we had to do the assembly for the retros ourselves – um, they had sent everything to us, and we had to fill our own retro assembly. We were looking to fix that in the future. Um, but because of that, the three-pack retros were, like, one of the last things to go out, which is unfortunate because those are, like, the first people that supported us did those. So when we're doing the second-chance sales, those are going to be the first ones that are going out. 
we're going to do the the bigger orders first. Um, and we can't just go in like numerical order. It has to go like with item type, but yeah, we're going to try to get it out as, as streamlined as possible this time with the bigger items going first. Um, the assembly piece, um, we are, we are looking to fix a lot of these processes. I've been on lots of meetings over the last two weeks, um, to streamline our processes because, um, as we're not as bad as uh, some of the, um, publishers out there uh, we're always looking to you know minimize the wait times that's the important thing is just minimize those wait times and and hopefully in the future we'll be able to you know put things up and things will ship the next day or or, or the same day even depending on when the order comes in um but these are all things we're we're working towards and yeah uh, like just with appreciate. our second chance sale we were like oh it's an end and then we didn't yeah. anticipate the assembly of the retros and then that took an extra time and now it's like well the second chance sales now are going to be going out in a bulk instead of they would have been going out immediately so yeah it's a it's a learning curve that's yeah, <laughs> one of one of the reasons that uh you know we're, we're we don't know how many people have been asking like what about the retros for series three we don't even know how many extra copies we're even going to have because we can only assemble so much, and we're everyone we've assembled, we've shipped out with a few that have gone to cons, and that's it. So it's yeah. we don't we don't even have an answer right now if we're even going to have, you know, how many extra because we also have to account for you know holding back some for damages and stuff like that. Yeah, we don't want to, you know, take them all the conventions or put them all up on the website, and then somebody's arrives and gets mangled by the U- UPS or USPS and. We don't have one to, to replace, so we do have to keep a few. Um, we're not looking to hold back tons of stock, I'll tell you that much. But, um, yeah, uh, I do know approximately our quantities, and we will have some up on the website. We just don't know the exact quantity that's going to go up. So just be sure if you're interested in getting you know, a retro from Series 3, um, especially Phenotopia and Cathedral, um, that you go on the website and click uh, in the copy. So that way you get an alert um, as soon as we put stock up on the website. Um, Cause it will email you immediately when we say that there are copies available and we just upgraded that. So that way even more people will get notified because we had a bottleneck uh, for our monthly limit. So we just increased that this month. So when series two, th- series three retros go up, we're good. Um, the same thing with series two deluxes. As soon as we we get a count, and there's not many of those, Barry, at all. Like yeah. that's super low. Like, I mean, when we're talking, like there might be a couple dozen, maybe. <laughs> like it's not many. Now that being said, go on that site. Say you're interested in a copy, because if we get enough interest, we'll always do another printing. Like we're not a limited company by design. We could, but we can only produce as much as we get interest from the community. And remember, thousand. We need at least thousand. <laughs> a lot, Barry. It's a lot. That's a lot of games. But you know what? I think as more and more people discover us, more and more uh, are wanting those titles and seeing those titles and, and really wanting to experience them. And and that's actually a good segue into something we announced on Discord for Uh-oh. those in Discord. What is that? What is that is that we actually have a new position open at Premium Edition Games. Uh, We are looking for a distribution assistant to assist reaching out to different game stores across the country uh, or even the world and uh, 
you know, finding out if they would be interested in carrying our titles. So we're we're discussing for this position, and, and we put out a call. We've already gotten some resumes and talked with some people. All wonderful candidates, and we're very thankful for that. But for if, if you're not in our Discord, first off, you should be. But if you're not and you missed this announcement, and this is something that you would be interested in, uh, you know, you could send us an email. And I'll tell you who to send the emails to, your resume and all that stuff, or forward it over. And uh, we'll make sure that uh, we'll, we'll take a look, and maybe you could be the next member of the Premium Edition family. And while right now we only have one position open, you never know, um, as we continue to grow, that we may need you know more support in a different capacity. So I know a lot of people with resumes have been saying, oh, I don't have specific this experience or that experience. Well, you might fit a different category that we need within the company as we continue to expand and grow, because we are growing. Not only that, but even positions that are already full will need assistance. Will need you know second or third person to assist because as we grow, it, you know, it just gets more exactly. <laughs> more on our plate. As we expand and grow, we need support. Exactly. So, That's exactly we, it. Um, we do appreciate yeah, everybody. So, so we have that. Um, series four is currently in production. Yes. Um, so that is starting. As I said, we've been doing a lot of business calls, so we got some stuff in the works. Um. But it is currently in production. All art assets are done and currently um, working on the coordination with all the creation pieces that I'm doing. So that is one piece. Um, I've had people asking me about Switch Collector Volume 3. So that book is done, Barry. 100% done. The abridged version, but it is Volume 2 part two which is going to cover the second half of year two um the reason why we're doing it abridged is because we did the calculations and it would take me like 18 years to get caught up with the switches library um with the abridged there's going to be less writing in there but it's going to allow me to streamline things and i'm already working on year three uh, which will be the traditional volume three but it'll be abridged um from, from my perspective as a creator, it's not as cool because it won't have the write-ups, but it allows us to get volumes out there for those that are collecting. And I think that's the major thing that people are interested in is from a collector's perspective. So it hits that. Um, right now with Volume 2 Part 2 for the Switch Collector, I am waiting on the cover art to be completed. And then once that's done, I already have the whole cover done the whole back is already laid out and created i just got to put in the new cover artist which is thor thorvalson is working on a piece for that which his art is amazing um he's going to be the cover artist for the abridged series pretty awesome i can't wait to see it and and i think i think people are really gonna like the new look i mean it's not as cool but i think people will prefer to have the full set within you know a few years versus a full set by the time maybe we retire <laughs> well exactly i don't want to be in my 60s still doing switch collector and not even caught up like it's now i can i can probably get two years out of a year if i can you know streamline things um there's still a lot of fact checking that i have to do um and also like because i i do try to cover all the limited or the special editions the limited editions and all that stuff so I try to cover all that or fun things to collect. So it's still going to be there. Um, and that becomes complicated because I want to be as you know complete as possible. 
Um, and I do two, three, four times over. I do checks on everything. Um, but I did try reaching out to a bunch of, you know, game journalists, websites, and none of them were interested in partnering with us, even, you know, to, to get their reviews included. Um, cause I was like, Hey, we can, you know, I can go through and I can like consolidate your reviews and, you know, make it a thing. And none of them were interested, unfortunately, to do it. So we had to make a decision. This allows us to do it, though, Barry. It's a shame. Uh, I think it would have been really cool to partner, but at least these are coming out. So series uh, or volume three, uh, will it be this year, you think? Later this year? Or you think early so next? So you're talking about volume two, part two? Well, volume two, part two, which is, you know, yeah, the, the third. Volume, yeah, so, so volume two, part two. Um, second year of year two, uh, it'll definitely be done. It'll be up for pre-order in the next month or two. Oh, there you go. It's, it's done. There like, you go. We, when we went and did the Kickstarter for volume two, part one, which is not which is volume two, um, the book wasn't completed. It was still being finished up. This book is completed. So we are where we were like four months ago, five months ago, right as shipping was started. That's about where we actually... Yeah, six months ago. But we're we're right where we were when I was ordering for volume for this new volume. Um, and they're going to be a lot smaller. But here's the thing: if the book has a smaller page count, it's going to be more affordable. So if it's a based on the page count, it'll be forty bucks or thirty bucks or whatever it is. It'll it just depends on the size of the book. So, you, what what about like special editions? Since you know we're not doing a Kickstarter in the same sense, like are you going to do the wooden or are you going to just do the slipcover? So the wooden box art is pretty, uh, book covers are pretty expensive. So I'll have to make sure that, you know, if people are interested, I'll put up like, I think we had about 10 that did it. And then I always open it, like whatever we put on the website, I'll also open up a separate tier for anybody who's gotten a previous wooden cover. If they want to get the next one, they can just buy that. So they don't have to like wait in line. Um, I did that last time. So we had 10 plus one was interested in getting volume two that had volume one. Um, and the, the upgrade is amazing. The pictures that, I mean, I have them in hand for volume two, the wood covers, and they're so much darker that the detail's so great on them. Um, the guy's local to me too, here in Georgia. So talented. Yeah. Cause I, I know you want to keep the set consistent. Yeah. And so we'll still be doing the slipcase, um, oh, slip we'll nice. wooden slipcase, um, and so we'll have that too. The slipcases are always will be at twenty dollars more because they're pretty expensive to do, um, but they're awesome. They're amazing. I've, I have I'm, a new appreciation for slipcases after releasing the, the premium games. They're just yes, so nice. Take that a complete package. So yeah, so everybody can anticipate uh, in the next month or so, maybe two or three, um, we will have. The Switch Collector Volume 2 Part 2. The Switch Collector Abridged. It's going to have abridged on it, so that way in the future, if we decide we get a source and they want to contribute reviews, we can do a standard release, and I'll just... Because I still have the original book formatted in the original way for Volume 2 Part 2. It's still formatted correctly. It's just I reformatted the book to get it into the abridged format. So that way we can streamline it. Um, so, yeah. And, I'm, and this last weekend, I... I think I got the first like 50 games or so done for year three. Wow. I'm working on it. Year three and year four are already, I already got the data. I'm just got to do all the, the layout work and all the design and the editing. <laughs> I 
and there's just there's so many games just being announced. I mean, we just had the the partner, the, the, the Nintendo Direct partner showcase. East Asia Gross, Soft just man. did a pro showcase. All these games just keep coming out. No, I'm just saying, like all these games just keep getting announced for the Switch. It's like insane. Yep, this is creating more and more insanity. And I mean, the stuff that I was uh, figuring out is, and I'm still going to cover it in year three, is like Dandara, or not Dandara, Deponia. Deponia is in there in year three. But then Super Rare later did the Deponia collection. Mm -hmm. Deponia has its own individual release separate. So I'll be covering it. Like as a collector, I'm going to go for the, the four games. But because it's the only way to get the other three. But they have a physical of the first one out in Europe. And I'm like, ah, oh, great. And I did that while I'm co- consolidating things. And it's going to be fun. I enjoy all the different collaboration stuff. But, yeah, it's a nightmare. <laughs> and, and I'm doing wait. this all while we're working on our own games. Our own things. That's the crazy thing. There's just, and that's that's one of the reasons there is the abridge because of premium. You know, premium yes. is obviously taking away that time. And I just gave us a segue, Barry. Yes. Yes. As we take down, you know, our series four and let it, you know, lay low until we have them in hand for everyone, so that way we can hopefully ship them out immediately. That'll be the goal. Um, we are going to open up a pre-order for. As the retro series, the classic series is not yet ready for our, you know, summer that we talked about at the last direct release. Uh, we do have one of the titles signed individually for a Nintendo Entertainment System release, and it's Orbody Finder's Tale. Yes, this and, this is an awesome game. <laughs> oh. Like so, so we've been we've been working with John, he's the the creator, um, ever since. You know, we actually had this game signed before, before. we had the classic series. Yeah, this and, is this is one that we've been very closely with, and, and and you know, my goal is if we're releasing any games for a retro system, I want it to at least be a unique title, something that was never part of a release before. So, Orbodies, obviously, it's a brand new programmed game for the Nintendo Entertainment System. And it is a kind of like a combo of Contra and Mega Man, almost. <clears throat> like What's a slower it? pace, like Mega Man, with some Contra style levels. And if you know, if you love classic series, if you love the, the NES and the retro stuff, uh, not only is it a must get, but if you get it and you go, well, okay, you know, do I need to play it on the Switch and the classic series? That we're putting out there's actually going to be a bonus game on the classic series version of or body that the developer is doing just for the switch yep which they, is a nice added an extra game on there but whereas the nes can only be the one nes rom um and it does have its own unique challenge so we are doing a challenge patch for the nes series and a pre-order dog tag um it's kind of ironic is you know there's we don't have minimums for the Nintendo Entertainment System, so we're going to gauge pre-orders on how many we make. And we're going to make some extras for conventions and such. Um, but we're not only having a standard edition, but we are going to do a special edition. I'm calling it the Silver Edition or the Platinum Edition. And um, so 
with newer NES games, you can do cartridges and whatever color, but we're going to do our standard release is going to be NES gray because we want it to be, you know, part of the Nintendo entertainment system library. But our special one is like, you know, legend of Zelda has a gold cartridge. We're doing it in a platinum silver cartridge. And since we do silver foil with a lot of our stuff, it's going to go hand in hand. Um, I haven't actually, you know, went over this with the team yet, but I also want to get some silver, extra silver foiling on the box for that edition as well. Ooh. Yeah, make it make it special. Really pops. It's really premium. Yeah, so we we think, you know, if you love NES, if you love action, if you love Contra or Mega Man, this game is perfect for you. And it's great because this never got a release before. This is brand new, original title. And it's all of our editions are going to be complete. You get manual, you get the box, you know, beautiful art as well as the game. Styrofoam. And, uh, oh, styrofoam. Heck yeah. Um, also, the the dust sleeves, um, it's going to be a black one, but it's going to be foiled just like the NES. But it's not going to say like premium or anything. It's actually be labeled by the game. Um, kind of like what we do with our Switch stuff. I was doing that with my NES releases that I did with Hagen's Alley back in the day. I did. It's just like silver foil or, you know, matches the aesthetic of the game with, with a black matte style um, of these sleeves. So the dust sleeves are really cool, too. And those actually make sense for the NES because it actually protects the cartridge. <laughs> Unlike with ours, it's just, you know, aesthetics only for Switch. So for someone listening... Shouldn't we? Should we tell them when it's going to go up? I think we should tell them when. I think we should tell them when it's going to go up. This way, you guys who are listening get that little early advantage. Yeah. So it's going to go up on July 10th. So that's five days. Next week. Next week. Yeah. (laughs) I'm giving the I'm giving the full day. You know, it's five days from the time of this recording. July 10th at noon Eastern. We're doing noon Eastern. I think we should do noon Eastern. I know the marketing guys are. You know, they were Frank and, and Joe were talking about a couple different times. Um, I I like noon because then it's like, like everybody noon. on the West Coast is waking up. You know, yeah, noon's like noon. a, it's a good time. Um, yeah, the tenth is 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 great. You said it was the tenth, right? Yeah, July tenth, which is next Sunday. Or this Sunday, yeah, literally next week. So we're doing Sunday. I thought we do Monday. That's weird. Oh well. Well, according That's... according to everything I see, it's about the tenth. Okay. I thought we were, yeah, maybe it's the 11th. Let's, everybody check the 10th and the 11th. Because my thing was, is we're doing a 3-2-1 for the pre-orders going, and then we do a transition. But, yeah. Because I think people not going to work that Sunday morning is not good. I I wouldn't wake up for a pre-order on a Sunday, I'm just saying. (laughs) I've done it before. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Like, some companies do their weekend releases. Yeah. We could try it though. I'm not against it. Um, yeah, I didn't realize that was Sunday was a tenth, or the tenth was a Sunday. But we'll also be at a convention, so that might be good. I don't know. Yeah, Southeast Game uh, Exchange that day. Exactly. So, um, so that's one piece. Um, we can talk about because we got to talk about conventions. So we, that's a good segue, and then we'll talk about uh, where we're going with premium going forward. Yes. That should put a bow on this episode. I agree. Got, some, got a lot of stuff and got some stuff that Josh and I spoiled on our panel um, at a convention that I haven't put up on the, on the interwebs yet as a as a as a convention panel yet. You know, it really doesn't surprise me that you do spoiled stuff at the panel. <laughs> yeah, no, nothing major, and it's stuff that we've already 
pushed on our directs. So, not bad. Um, but the conventions. So I know the last time we talked about Midwest Gaming Classic. Um, so a week ago, we just hit 4th of July weekend, but the week prior, we were at Too Many Games. And we had a giant panel. Like, we were in the big panel room this year, Barry. The huge one. Yeah, I saw um, yeah, it was ridiculous. And, you know, we had a pretty good crowd. We were right at the beginning, so the line was still wrapped around the building outside. So, like, everybody wasn't into the convention yet. Um, they were doing COVID testing at the front. And, but, wow. Like, we had a, yeah. But we had um, a Q&A session, which was cool. But the convention was insane. There were people all over the place, all enjoying premium. What I liked was seeing people's reaction to being able to buy Series 3 in person for the first time and those people seeing the difference in quality because we had, you know, our last few copies of Super Blood Hockey and we had Pitch and Dev there and we had some Demons Tier Retros there. Robot Name Fight has been out of stock because we're still, you know, fulfilling the, or the deluxes, that like we're still doing our stock counts. But, and the Demons Tier standards are also out of stock. Um, not completely sold out yet until we market completely sold out, but out of stock. Um, but then them seeing, you know, Phenotopia Cathedral and Mighty Fight Federation and seeing all the items and seeing the quality upgrades and seeing interacting with game developers and seeing it right from the front. And we have some meetings with a lot of game developers from this convention because they were able to see our series three and the reaction was ridiculous, Barry. Like it's, because you were there last year, it was like even yeah. crazier. Like, yeah, last year was, was insane because yeah. last year we did series two for the first time. Uh, that was the yes. first time we had Demon's Tear and Robot Name Fight anywhere. Uh, we hadn't even had a chance to ship them out yet because we had the error with the ESRB and Demon's Tear. Uh, yep. So people got to see those for the first time and it was awesome to see. So I, I wish I got to see everyone's reaction to series three in person. I've seen the unboxing videos and it's, it's fantastic. So I'm happy it's, for it. It's. The crazy thing is, too, is that it's nice having some extra games, too, because, you know, people come up and this is, you know, like people that aren't collecting our entire catalog, but are just gamers. And they're like, oh, do you have a Metroidvania? Or do you have something that's very difficult? Or do you have something that's kid friendly? Like, so, like, they're coming over with specific things. And we have, like, a little something for everyone, which is really cool. Um, Like, Phenotopia was a runaway hit, but also Super Blood Hockey. Like everybody loves Super Blood Hockey still, which is awesome. But like Phenotopia is just continues to, um, you know, amaze us with, you know, the reception. And, you know, we love to support the the developer with that one because the guy's so talented. Um, and I'm trying to convince him to do a sequel. He's he's working on a, another title in between. And I'm like, no, we need a sequel for Phenotopia. <laughs> but I, I would love that. Yeah. And I mean, we've gotten some some demos from um, from too many games that we've been checking out. We got some other games that are in progress. We got meetings. Like, it is overall it was awesome. Um, did a lot of partying, which was fun too. Um, the after parties were great. Um, I heard some of the stories. <laughs> uh, Dan, our video editor, got nut punched by Master Daniel Pacino, which was great. Yes. <laughs> um, also, the funniest story. Um, is that, so when we got there, Joe, you know, our, one of our marketing guys, video games monthly, Joe, um, got us the 
you know, the, the honeymoon suite, as I called it. I think it was just the bridesmaid suite or whatever, bridal suite or whatever. But they we got there and they downgraded us. They're like, oh, yeah, we downgraded you. Somebody else offered more money or something is what they told us. We're like, that's messed up because we literally, you know, pre-ordered this months ago, like four months ago or something. We had locked it in. And come to find out that the manager wasn't aware of any of that, the big manager. And they were, they were mad, but they... Um, that she had done that, whomever this person was. And so they had given us two rooms con- joined together, so, which was actually bigger than the damn suite. So we had we had a suite plus another room right next to each other. It was gigantic. And we had uh, some parties up there and all that. But the Saturday, because we partied on Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night. Saturday was crazy, though, Barry, because um, we ordered food at the hotel and when they made it, I have to eat everything gluten-free because I have an allergy. Mm-hmm. Well, there was a piece of plastic under my burger. Like, that's I'll, nasty. I, I don't know. It was like, and my my thought was I've eaten worse. Like, whatever. It's a piece of plastic probably wrapped around the bacon or something. I don't know. Uh, but Joe's like, no, 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 no. He went up and caused the stink. They opened the bar for us for the entire night. Like, free drinks. <laughs> <laughs> that is dangerous. And everybody there at the convention, like vendors, guests, everyone was there. Congoers, everybody stayed at the hotel. We were all there hanging out. So, like, that was a dangerous night. And I had drank too much the night before, so I was just taking it easy with some ciders. But, like, we had lots of fun. (laughs) So, if anything we can recommend when premium is at a convention, you need to hunt us down. You can come hang out like y'all listeners. Y'all are you're part of the premium family. You can come hang out and we'll all just hang out and have a good time. I know last year, too many games. We had, we did like a whole dinner with. with yeah. We had th- three, three extras that uh, hung out with us and, and they were yeah. awesome. They hung out the whole Sunday and we all went to dinner and it was a lot of fun. This year I had to fly back a little earlier but um you know the same the other jeff he actually gave me a riding in which was super cool oh that's awesome he's he's that's a sweetheart awesome. he he met us up at a uh, retro world last year and hung I'm out with still us gonna make fun of you anytime you call a, a grown man a sweetheart but that's what i mean by that is he's just a really <laughs> cool person you know like yeah he's a really yeah. cool person exactly <laughs> uh i just like giving barry guff it's fun <laughs> Um, yeah. So all those people, you want to work at premium? Here's a taste of what you get. <laughs> we get to have fun, and we have fun and pick on each other. <laughs> but um, now this weekend is Southeast Game Exchange. Yes. Um, Josh and Sheena, which is you know our gamers for gamers teammates, they'll be there. Um, Joe's driving out from Michigan, which he's insane for doing. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm shocked that he's doing that. He drives everywhere, man. That's what he does. He saves on money. Um, ironically, we did the, like the the budget. I'm like, he only saved a hundred bucks. <laughs> like, I don't know. But um, I'm driving. I'm a couple hours away. So for me, it's not bad at all. I'm just gonna drive out Friday after I wake up and drive over there and set up. And um, Austin, who runs that convention, he's really cool. And there should be some other different style guests there because i think there's different guests and you know there's different vendors and everybody to see out there so hopefully we see some of y'all out there to be fun um i don't plan on drinking as much but i always say that 
<laughs> Famous last words. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my my liver needs to rest. <laughs> but it should be fun either way. And um, we're going to be doing conventions as premium like every other weekend for the next few weeks. I think it's Southeast Game Exchange. And then two weeks after that for, you know, when I say premium, I mean like the, the core group of us. Um, I think I'm by myself, though, but I'll be at Classic Game Fest in Texas. And then I have, two weeks after that, Game On Expo in Arizona. And that one, I think we're ha- I'm having one of my buddies who I've known for years. He's going to help me out because he lives out in Phoenix. Nice. So he's going to be able to help me man the, the booth. Um, and in Texas, I'll be, I'll be right with Paul Niemeyer, Mortal Kombat Paul. So he'll be he'll be next to us. He won't be helping with premium, but he'll at least be there to help. You know, we'll be working off each other. <laughs> but come see us for sure. So we're gonna be in South Carolina and then Austin, Texas, and then Phoenix, Arizona, and after that should be Connecticut. Yep, Retro Worlds is Connecticut. That'll be a great one. Maybe we'll get Barry out of his cocoon oh, for that I'll, one. I'll be there. I'll be there for the Retro World. Gotta, um, gotta make sure he make sure he doesn't, you know, catch the catch the. Uh, yeah, as long as I don't catch COVID catch, again. Catch the sniffles, the cooties. Uh, I'll <laughs> I'll be at uh, AVGC as a vendor day, not this weekend, but the following weekend. It's just a nice. one day thing, so I'll be there. So if you happen to be in Jersey, uh, stop by and say hi. I have some pigeon devs. If you haven't got a copy yet, we'll get you hooked up. You could get a special berry signed copy. I, you could. Yeah, absolutely you could. could. You could. So, so definitely come hang out with Barry, too. Um, yeah, so the conventions are fun, though. Uh, next year, I know I'm going to have to scale back my participation, but that doesn't mean that premium is going to scale back. Um, and keep in mind, Josh and Sheena with Gamers for Gamers have premium at the conventions, and they're at one to two conventions every weekend. So there is opportunities for premium um i know we're trying to work a way to integrate that into our website um and that is a good segue to our website because mm-hmm. i don't know if you noticed this but I over did. the weekend i streamlined some stuff it looks really good yeah like so that's one of the things that i've been trying to figure out is like how can i make it more approachable and using our outer packaging just as the main items makes it so much easier you see exactly what you're buying and then it goes to our big, big every item once you go to the page. Looks so much nicer this way. Um, and the other piece was there was another thing that people asked for us to do. And oh, what was it? <laughs> oh, shipping on the website. So I have it very specifically on the top banner. It shows shipping statuses. And all you have to do is, is ping us to update that page. <laughs> As we will update it as we have what's in process and what we're shipping out. Um, I'm going to get a little more detail as time goes on too, Barry. Good. Yeah. No, that the only the only thing I want I would like to see and is just the updates on like in each of the individual pages because I know some people have emailed like is Wonderling like is that in hand now and like no that's a pre-order but it doesn't say that on the individual pages in the shipping status and some people don't click the shipping status page they yeah. they they just click the the game. Yeah, yeah, saying whether an item is in pre-order status or not would be good. Yeah, just like the very first line says status, pre-order. Pre-order, exactly. And And exactly, just something like that, because I think that would just make people, even if they don't read it at that point, then it's their fault. But that's that's the one thing people have asked for. Because like in-hand items will always ship within 
the goal within the next one to two weeks. But as we talked about at the beginning of this episode, like we had a little bit of a bottleneck that won't exist forever for sure. Um, and there, our team is busting their butt, getting stuff out there. They are working their fingers to the bone. Um, but yeah, the website's good. Provide more feedback like that, though. We need some feedback from, you know, from your side, the listener side, the customer side on what you would like to see on the website. Because even if it's out of my reach, we can get somebody, you know, we can hire somebody to, to streamline some stuff, too. Um, we're limited based off of our back end that we use for it, but it's not. There's lots of flexibility with it, though. It's nice. But yeah, um, I think the final piece, Barry, is we got to talk about um, where we're, how we're transitioning or changing things mm. going mm. forward. Um, so one thing right from the get-go is we are not changing our release tempo for Nintendo Switch. That's one thing we are not changing. We always said we're going to shoot for, you know, a couple games a quarter, um, and we're not changing that. But we are going to start focusing more on the games rather than the series. I jokingly said, like, what the hell is the series? And I will tell you, eight out of ten customers aren't going to know what series three is or what a series four is. But they're going to know what potentially what a super blood hockey is or a robot name fight or you know Vunderling dx or rain mm-hmm. on your parade so we're going to start focusing more on the game releases instead of releasing two games at a time um we're going to do it title by title um unless it makes sense to partner something but we're going to see how doing individual releases so game 10 will be game 10 and guess what people we ain't spoiling it i ain't telling you what game 10 is but game 10 will be this is game 10 <laughs> and it's going up for pre-order on this date um game 11 i mean we could probably tell them right game 11 we, we, what are you talking game about game 11 11? we already revealed it did we did we Raji. oh is it? yeah Raji. i guess i guess Raji is game 11 but there's a game before raji mm-hmm. um um, and as we mentioned the, before, the classic series is its own thing. It's its own numbering. Um, we may not do it as a volume, but we may just put like the number on the back or something. I haven't really decided on how to make it really cool. So what we don't want to do is do this is volume one and then volume two comes out like years later. Well, another, another thing, too, is when we did these games a series, we had to make sure that all games were ready to go. And for exactly. example, you know, Robot Name Fight, we signed early and it wasn't ready because it was still updates. Wonderling, we signed before DX was a thing and we waited till all the DX content was done. So one of the things is Raji, one of the one of the reasons we decided this is Raji isn't done. The Enhanced Edition has still been its finishing exactly. touches. It's not done yet. And we're not going to rush and, it. Well, and, and we've mentioned we work with the developers, right, Barry? Yes, well done. So they made a request to us. They're like, hey, could we release Raji on Diwali? And we won't tell you what the data that is. You got Google that, listeners. But we just gave you a hint. Um, They wanted to release on Diwali. I said, that sounds very reasonable. Now, that is to the right a little bit further because we wanted to shoot for the the early fall, right? Um, Late summer, early fall for for series, quote unquote, five. But so – Game number 10, um, we're still going to be shooting for, you know, the next month or so. There's your hint, right? We haven't mm-hmm. come up with the date yet, Barry, but like next month or so. And we still want to do um, a quarterly 
direct style video. I think it'll be fun. Absolutely. We won't call it a series five direct. We'll just call it our premium fall direct or premium summer direct. Cause I think our last one was in the spring, right? Yes. Yeah. So we'll do our, you know, our end of the summer direct or something like that. We'll just have fun with it. And we'll announce some new titles, go on other titles and it'll be a fun thing. It just won't be a series. Like it's, we're still going to do our directs because Barry has too much fun writing the scripts. And then me, I add amazing to it a thousand times. <laughs> I, I, I think, I think the recording sessions are, are worth keeping around. <laughs> They're alone. A party. I, we need to just release that shit on. on oh my God. It's so dumb. <laughs> so dumb. Oh, I, think, so I think there was one part where like Dan and I were, were taking drinks every time we were, we, once we figured out the amazing and Barry at one point was like, can we be serious for a second? We're like, hell no. Yeah. <laughs> Like I wanted to get it good, you know. I just wanted to get it done. I don't want to be there all day. And they were they were both drinking, so I'm not. So I'm just sitting there watching the two of them get sloshed more and more. I'm like, can we just get it done? That's <laughs> uh, too funny. And here's the thing: is like I'm not against um, you know bringing on other team members to do to do bit parts or do talking on there. Even on doesn't have to be us. And we're probably gonna get like a a morphing into some retro style or some other stuff. Like I, I like the evolution of our our directs it's fun need some new art <laughs> that's just it requires time which we don't have a lot of these days <laughs> hence why yep. it's been over a month since the last episode <laughs> exactly as long as we're having fun though barry it's all that's good. it we just gotta have fun because we have fun and everyone else has fun and i'll say this there's been a lot of people doing challenges and unboxings and a lot of people having fun with series three oh boxings and challenges oh no I haven't done my uh, monthly shipping of patches yet. I need to do that properly tonight, tomorrow. <laughs> I do it all by hand, everyone. Yeah. Um, so, so we mentioned that we might have spoiled a few things, so you can be the first one to hear it here before you hear the panel. Um, so some of the stuff we talked about, we talked about the spoiler on the end of the last series direct. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we actually talked some, some, some specifics on that and how we're going to, you know up the game but another thing that we talked about is is that we also um have a video game album that we're going to be releasing um it's by the npcs the non-playable characters npcs it's a final fantasy cover album by an actual band and they play me like their music's awesome um i did an actual vocal recording for one of the songs and then i go hey do, if you're interested let me know we can you know release cd vinyl and a cassette USB. So it's like a cassette deck tape, but it's a USB. That kind of like what um, that super rare has for the mm -hmm. cassette tape. But we'll do like an actual cassette release for it. But yeah, they were super interested, excited. Um, small or actually a little known fact, Barry, is the guy who recorded reached out to me because he goes way back to me to my first major book release, the complete NES. Wow, and, and he did the super limited, only one exists, hand burned black bo wooden box, a giant wooden box that fits the book, not a book or a big wooden collector's chest. <laughs> and he made that it, it like it's so good. He made me a demo one, a small one that fits the game. They made a giant one for the book for the uh, for the Kickstarter backer. Only one person has it. And that is wild. 
And so he is in a band, apparently. I didn't even know this until he reached out to me. And I'm like, oh, this is – and it's super, super good. Like, the album's awesome. So, like, as we go into NES or albums or, you know, merchandise, like T-shirts and stuff, we're going to have fun with it. And we're going to do it our own way. We're not going to try to, you know, republish things that are already out there. Um, but, yeah, we had we had talked about that at the panel. Um, and then the only other major spoiler that we talked about was – the little jingle that was at the end of the series three direct. Yes, that's <laughs> that's the one that some people have figured out, and there's still some people who have no idea. So that's the only spoiler we're going to give you on this episode. But if y'all leave us a voicemail on Anchor.fm, if you leave us a message on there and you tell us exactly what we spoiled, we will go into details in the next episode. Because it's not really a big secret, like, and it's a really cool thing we're going to do. But we'll talk about what we're going to do that's different than everybody else. And we don't want to put it out there too much because we don't need anybody copying us. No, we, we, can't, we can't reveal those type of details until we reveal it to the world. Us, but we will reveal some cool stuff that we are doing with it. Um, I mean, because I've noticed, like, there's games getting... NES homebrew stuff after we did our homebrew release for the classic series. There's some NES homebrew stuff getting getting some releases. So, um, you know, there are people out there that will always, you know, seek inspiration from premium edition games. We'll say. I like it. Um, but we're going to continue to do things that are high quality. We want to continually raise the bar. Um, we're looking at ways to streamline prices so that way we can get our prices in alignment with all the um, non-premium companies. But we're not going to cut our, our quality at all. So we're going to work on it. We will absolutely let you all know if we're able to. Um, but as of right now, we are trying to crush it with quality, right, Barry? We're focused on quality. And, and I think I think everybody that's gotten Series 3 has commented about that. About They, they notice immediately, wow, what a difference. And we still have people asking for Series 1 and 2 slip covers and sleeves uh, in the same quality. Yeah, yeah, we haven't jumped down that rabbit hole, and I'm kind of like <laughs> against it. But yeah, because a... that creates variants, and yeah. I don't want like if we're gonna do variants, I want to have a charity version or something. And um, yeah, I don't know. If, as long as it goes to support some like charity or something, I'm usually okay with it because then it's helping out other communities. I love that. So it's always a possibility in the future. It's just not a priority right now. Exactly. I mean, because, heck, if we're going to do Pigeon Dev Games Collection, it'll be the Awesome Peak Collection or something. I want to do a Game Boy slipcase or something really <laughs> cool. Some really yeah. art that really pops. You could do it like the Link's Awakening, uh, you know, Steelbook, where it's a Game Boy. You could... If Nintendo would allow us to, I would. I'm not sure. They're well, very picky. You, you could do a mock, mock Game Boy. This is true. Call it the awesome boy or something, or awesome P. Premium boy. The awesome premium boy. Oh, there you go. Premium boy. You, you, you're a premium. I'm, I'm, I'm over here. I'm your best premium boy. I'm the premium boy. You're a premium boy, and you have, you know how, like, you re- if you remember back, you know, in the 80s, 90s, people would put stickers on their Game Boys, and even Nintendo Power came with some stickers to decorate your Game Boy and Super Nintendo controller and stuff like that. Uh, just have, like, a sticker on the bottom that just is amazing, like, with, like, lightning bolts all around it or something, like, uh, put a sticker on the Game Boy. Oh, for sure. I mean, the Series 3 unboxing patches are going to be going out there. I don't think we've um, we've talked about what it is, but when the first ones get shipped out, people will get them. 
Um, we did hand some out at of the Series 3 because the unboxing patches are also find us at conventions patches. And we did, you know, hand out a few as people bought Series 3 or answered questions at the panel. So those patches are out there. I don't know if anybody posted any pictures. Yes, I've, I've seen a picture of someone posting the Series 3 patch. Nice. One person on Twitter. Yeah, because also... Um, you know, since we're at the near the twilight of the episode, um, my Facebook is gone, everyone. I didn't unfriend anyone. Yeah. Like I did not, I did not unfriend anyone, and it is officially Barry fully gone. It's gone. Is it fully gone? Oh yeah. It, after a month, it's gone. Like my entire last, you know, twenty years on Facebook, all my pictures, all my family stuff, all gone because our business meta got infiltrated and they banned my personal account because I was the ad. It's just so fun. So stupid. So dumb. So it's gone. Um, I am kind of going to be stubborn about it and probably not get a Facebook. But that's just I don't want to support a company that will not answer an email when I sent emails like multiple a week with information and all that documentation they needed. They continually would tell me that that is not an intellectual property thing when they literally are taking my my intellectual property of my business and changing it and myself. But okay. Facebook is gone. Um, the only way I would bring it, do it again, would be as if I just did Messenger only. Oh, Messenger is absolutely worth it. That's the only reason I would not. I'm not going to do a Facebook ever again. Uh, but I am on Twitter, everyone. I'm on the Twitter, so that's it. Well, why don't you um, tell everybody where they can find you? Uh, so you can find me only at the Twitter at Higgins Alley. <laughs> and um, and I'm on Discord. Um, I do. I am pretty active on there. We're chatting with people. And uh, that's about it nowadays. Like I'm, I'm on usually the Marco Polo. I call it the ping pong app. <laughs> chatting with people, chatting with people, and everything. But it's definitely I an mean, interesting you, thing. Yeah, but if you hit us up on the Discord, I'm I'm there. Um, I'm gonna be that hipster artist, I guess, and just disappear. Or <laughs> find you, Barry. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Hawkelfire. You can find me on Facebook still and, and YouTube at Nintendo Fuse. You can find me on Discord, of course. Premium Discord, always welcome to join. So please join and be a part of the community. And you can always find me in the support email for Premium Edition Games, where I will do my very best to assist you in any way I can. All right. So also remember, get your resumes in the Barry. So that way, if you're interested in doing a position, hit us up. Um, come see us in South Carolina at Southeast Game Exchange. Um, we're gonna, I'm going to try to post this episode, Barry, like today, tomorrow. So Good. I'm going to try to get it up, you know, this week. So that way they at least get a few days before South Carolina happens. Um, and be sure to get on Discord and leave us a message here if you want to spoil more for whatever we're doing in the future <laughs> thanks everybody oh for listening and we will see you next time have a good one <laughs> <laughs>